It could also provide like entertainment or amenities for the people that go over to Niagara Falls and barrels. <laughs> once oh you, it'd be like once you get professional sports, you know, and it just be this one, it gets yep. better and better as you get these different civics. Sacrifice one population, gain one amenity in every city. There you go. There you go. It was worth it. <laughs> I regret nothing. everybody and welcome to another episode of the Civ Show Podcast, where we suck so you don't have to. I'm your host, Moisos. Raising Zozo. And Miss Dagmas. And today we have special guest Inquisitive Otter on the show. Inquisitive Otter, welcome to the show. Happy to have you on, bud. Yeah, thank you for having me. Glad to be here. Let's just dive right into it and let's talk about the previous uh, week the, the first game out of the two games that we had to play last week because of some technical issues. Uh, you were playing Blue Moose Teddy. I was playing Portugal. Zoe was playing... Germany. Germany. And Nystagmus was playing... Norway. Norway. My favorite Civ in the entire game was I was playing. <laughs> He's also the best AI ally ever. Like, the best. Well, apparently AIs are better with naval. Now, I've never, I don't think I've played enough AI to know yet. I wanted to make a, that. I wanted to make a lake boat just, just for old times sake, <laughs> make a bunch of lake boats. <laughs> well, in that game, uh, Inquisitive Otter, you were being very inquisitive and were building a ton of science. I think you had a, over a hundred science on turn 50, if I'm not mistaken. What yeah. was your game plan? Um, uh, that game. So I think ever since like turn 30, I had all three of your guys' science combined. <laughs> oh my God. Something like that. It was pretty ridiculous. But to be fair, I had a really, really good spawn. Like the mountains are spaced so perfectly, they can always have a plus three campus wherever I basically put them. My plan was to just, I don't know. Actually, what I really wanted to do is have kind of a secret, like, I don't know, fleet of battleships. Okay. So I put three hey. kind of off your border and then three off of my, you know, uh, everybody else's, everybody else's border. And then the same turn, I'll go in, move it next to the border so that you'll see them. And then the next, the same turn, I'll move it into the next person and then attack all three guys at once. What? <laughs> That's what I wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> that was my plan. That would have been a really good show. No, I'm not, yeah. not going to lie. I'm like low key happy that the, uh, that the game <laughs> bugged and we didn't have to finish that. <laughs> That was uh, <laughs> that that definitely tried my patience that that game with the four reloads I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. if my computer loaded faster. It'd be fine. I, I would not get like that. But yeah, that game was uh, that bug. God, I think in general, we just have to have a rule of thumb. Our guests will host. That way we'll all go by because I think that works the best what? ultimately. Our, when our guests host the game, I find that often ends up working better. That when oh. we have these bug issues, because we've had this before. Really? Uh, yeah, I recall having being on a guest. When was the last where we had to eventually have? They, I think the last time was it Foibles that we did. We had to end up having him host us. Is the only way to get it working? I think you're. I, think I you don't remember, remember this like, either. I don't know. Maybe some parallel universe or something. I'm like sure that. it's out there somewhere. <laughs> I'm sure there's a timeline that exists. 
<laughs> I thought it might be due to that additional units moving around there. And like a large map, you have a lot more units moving and it's got to sync up with everything. That's what I thought, too. I think the map may may have been too large just for multiplayer, because I know even in multiplayer, you're limited to eight civs, no matter what, like for AI anyway. So then when we maxed out the amount of city states, I think maybe some issue happened where it's just it was too much. It was too much for the computer to handle. And we had to restart and uh, restart. We did. And this next in this. But this game's a lot more interesting. This this new game. Um, I am. Who am I? I don't. Oh, geez, I'm playing I'm so as Norway. Remembering the one of the best You're civilizations in the game, you know, <laughs> just kidding. Or, I 100 percent agree with you're, you. You're Indonesia, I think. Oh, I'm Indonesia. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Now I remember my whole game plan. Oh, I'm looking real spicy. Are you sure you remember the game plan? Are you absolutely oh, certain yeah. you remember what you're supposed to be doing? Oh, 100 percent. I know. I, I kind of remember how the island looks. I'm, I just hit a golden age in the medieval era. I'm about to get free inquiry. I have so many harbors. My science is going to go just boo, to the moon, as Elon Musk puts I'm, it. I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure you said the exact same thing, like 20 turns from when we stopped the game <laughs> hey. last time and nothing happened. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. quite unremarkable, what? as I recall. What are you talking about? Quite unremarkable. What are you talking about? Must have been a parallel universe, though, Pistagmus. So I'm taking notes right now, just so I remember this weekend. <laughs> I am I am way happier with my position in this game than I am with the last game, to be honest. So how are you how are you looking now? Uh I have the best science in the game. I'm also making like two hundred gold per turn. Nice. And so all I'm doing is just buying all of my uh I don't actually use production to buy any uh to build any of my like my libraries or anything like that. I'm just buying them. Because I have so much Who money. Who are you again? I'm I'm uh the Dutch. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, okay, yeah. Your culture is crazy. Your science is crazy. And you guys, you That's guys, right. in, you guys made uh, corporations and monopolies and secret societies. So I just took owls, right? Because yeah. whatever, yeah. why not? And then I already have an, I already have two industries. And you, didn't you get like a plus eight campus? I, I have one plus see? eight campus, and I have another plus six campus. Oh my goodness! Oh my god! Oh my god! That's like four <laughs> mine campuses combined. <laughs> I don't think I have one campus yet. I think I just have all harbors. Yeah, I think you're done for. <laughs> no, I am not. Because this free inquiry, I'm going to get over 100. I did the math. I did the math. I'm going to have over 100 science, I think, on the next turn. Watch out. For one turn or Watch for the rest? Like, out. 100 science per oh, turn. For the, for the, okay, Mr. Smarty guy. <laughs> uh, it's for the medieval era. So if whenever free inquiry is going to, how long that's going to last, that's how long I'm going to have it for. So I think Nystagmus has like 140 or so, and I'm like 130 something. So yeah. we're already ahead of you there. Yeah, we're, we were. Oh my god! Being because of Otter, we were like rocking the hundred science like a while ago, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh no! What am I bragging about? Uh oh! <laughs> this game's like if if you're not doing a religious victory, you pretty much need to get some science. Otherwise, you're just you know gonna fall behind. Do you have much experience with naval battle, Otter? I I know you like to put yourself on islands. Like you did it twice with Mali and with uh, yeah yeah the, the worst start ever video. In my I guess the uh, it's my most popular video. The desert island one. I can't remember who you were on that one. I was in the, the Mali Indonesia. one. Oh, you're in. Oh, you're you I were Indonesia. So. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I really like faith buying uh ships. It's a lot of fun. I, I'm pretty sure I was in Indonesia. You have experience with like naval battles and like, you know, you can, uh, you know what you're doing? 
against the AI, which doesn't really have any, you know, naval units. True. Oh, yeah. Dude, you've never played multiplayer before, right? No. Uh, well, you know, I unlocked Achievement, the first, <laughs> the first game with you guys. <laughs> um, so it's going to be a little different with uh, humans, I would say, because uh, battleships are probably a little bit less important, but melee ships would probably be a little bit more important because melee ships are, take out other ships pretty easily, like submarines and stuff like that. Battleships are pretty kick-ass, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Battleships are like the king. They have incredible. They have three range, mm-hmm. right? They have anti-air, and they're incredibly powerful. Especially when you start upgrading them. If you upgrade them on the right side of the tree, then they do better against district defenses. And so, even if they have like Renaissance walls or steel, uh, it it'll just start just pummeling it down and then since they have three range as long as you have vision if you have a spy in there or if you have like a melee boat a little bit closer then they can just start raining terror and they can't get hit battleships are the end all and be all of of naval battles man once you get battleships it's game over so when you were describing with bull moose when you, yeah, i almost had battleships like holy crap dude like that <laughs> yeah that would have been like the end of the game yeah, for was, sure no way. We, we still had we still had long boats like i had a long yeah. i had a long boat that's <laughs> Yeah, I unlocked frigates a long time earlier. Well, I could have unlocked, you know, unlocked them really early, but I couldn't find any nighter sources on my island. And then right on turn 74, I settled my last city right next to a nighter source. So I was finally, I was just, I'm like, all right, so I'm just going to skip frigates and go straight to battleships. That was my plan. What's your plan? What's your plan in this game? You want to, you want to expose it? Honestly, I don't know that much because after that one, uh, you know, crash and we reloaded like 50 times, I got pretty tired and it just kind of went on autopilot with Norway. Yeah. <laughs> I did a lot of suboptimal choices and normally it's this happens kind of a bit when I'm kind of rushing videos and stuff. So I'll do like mm-hmm. you see like a 10 minute video of mine when I put it out and I'm like, oh crap, I made so many mistakes. So then I load it up and then I this I don't know, I study it for like 30 minutes and try to figure out how to pull myself out of this mess. Really? Yeah. Like I, you re, you reload 10 turns ago or you watch the footage that you just did? No, I just load the game where it is. Oh, okay. So I load the turn. I look around. I like look at all the stuff. I like try to plan things out and try to like plan out what I'm gonna do the next thirty or forty turns. That is like the best way to learn is is to. I know a lot of a lot of the community, especially in the multiplayer community, they hate save scums. They hate the fact that like a lot of streamers do it. I mean, I do it. uh, uh, (laughs) Almost everybody in the world does it. It doesn't matter, right? As long like I just I want to have fun with my game. I'm sorry, I'm gonna save scum. But it's also the best way to learn. If you mess up. And it takes it, it, like you like, oh, this is a key decision. Do I build a campus or do I build a theater square? You build it, you die. You're like, oh, let me reload 30 turns ago and build the other thing. What is that? Is that going to make a huge difference? Or maybe I build an encampment because I know someone's going to going to attack me. So you build an encampment, you defend successfully. It's just I don't know. It's the best way to learn. So, yeah, I think it's fine when you're on your own at home because I do the same thing. I'll it, it does. It teaches you lots um, for strategy games. But, uh, no, I, I, I get it when I don't like it when it's like, I'm going to keep restarting until I get the perfect start. I don't get that. I just like, whatever, I'll play a game with the start I get. And then if I fail, I'll either reload and try again, or I'll just start a whole new game. But I also don't finish a lot of my games. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't save scum. Uh, I think I did when Civ six first came out, you know, when I was first learning the game for the first like two or three months or whatever. But I don't do that anymore. Um, I just live with my mistakes. 
And uh, a lot of them, like, sometimes I just die. Then I make a short, like, a YouTube short about it. So. How are those YouTube shorts? You did one. You did, or you did a few. I've done two right? now. And I'm, man, I am actually shocked. One how of them well. has a lot of views. One of them has, like, 100,000 views, right? It does. Your Germany yeah. one? Yeah. No, it's a, the typical DD cert by America is 104K. Oh, it's America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, how do you feel about YouTube shorts overall? It, it, it. It's a definitely a different audience because I think I feel like a lot of random people kind of just watch them. So, you know, I was, I was actually I downloaded the YouTube app, I think, for the first time ever uh, <laughs> about a week ago, which is kind of kind of bad, I guess, since I, you know, release other YouTube videos. You think I'll do a little more research with, with the mobile stuff. <laughs> Industry use research, Otter. You got to know what you're making it for. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just do it for fun, you know. Um, so is it a lot of. uh like people were like, oh, what is this game? And, you know, like, it's, this is a completely different, like, they have no idea what's, you know, what the video is about. Huh. And there's a definitely a lot of a, there's a lot of different audience. But in terms of, um, I know civilization videos, like, like for shorts, that's kind of tough to do. And kind of also, I don't know. How do you feel about like your page? If your page is filled with shorts and regular videos, is that kind of like a weird mix of if someone wants to watch your videos and they just see a bunch of one minute videos? Is that kind of is that a how do you feel about that? Your page looking like that? Uh, you know, I don't really see many shorts, but a lot of the bigger channels, you know, have the Mr. Beast shorts channel or whatever like that. They split up all their things oh, and they had the yeah. yeah, then they had the podcast on a different channel because otherwise there's a lot of like things with the algorithm. Like if you aren't performing too well your next video won't get recommended as much initially um it's a lot of momentum that way mm -hmm. are, are you going to open like a new youtube short oh uh no <laughs> i don't think so i'm pretty small channel still um but i do well i, I feel like i'm kind of a I don't know. I feel like i've got a small you channel have like 12k subs dude what do you mean what, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know. I just, I just, I, I don't really, I don't look at the sub number too often, but I, when I do the short stuff, it's, it's a lot of fun. Cause it's kind of like a completely different thing. Like I kind of mm -hmm. try to change up videos every once in a while. Like I, you know, I had that turn one giant death robot mod. That was just kind of a lot of fun to make. And it's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> and uh, I like to kind of do that. Cause I think, you know, sometimes when I just play the game, part one, part two, part three, part four, it's kind of monotonous, so I kind of want to just change it up a little bit. Yeah, and I think a lot of people do that. So, like, at least it's a way for you to stand out if you just do different things like ridiculous mods. Like, you're one era behind mod, which we all tried yeah. and we all played. So, yeah. how, what, what, how was your experience with the one era behind mod? Uh, the only thing that bothered me was Moy's, like, super long-winded comment about how i built a holy site <laughs> um no i i liked it uh like i liked too that like we all did such different things uh ultimately like even just build locations like when i saw that one natural wonder i'm like i want this wonder i want to like use it right away it was it was hard it was definitely really hard being the era behind especially since we're not that good against the computer anyways but it worked. I wouldn't be able to pull off a mod like that. Uh, well, I, I couldn't probably do a mod that was all planes. But <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really good, though. I really enjoyed it. So uh, looking forward to future scenarios for sure. I think you're cooking something else. 
Isn't that uh, you're cooking something something up, Otter? As as far as I understand, you yeah. don't have to reveal what it is, but like you have something in the works. I have three mods that I'm thinking of um right now, and this weekend I will actually have a lot of time to do stuff. So maybe I'll start writing something this weekend. Maybe I'll do a stream this weekend. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Are you gonna like stream making the mod? No, because I think that's kind of boring. Um, I don't know how many people watch computer programming uh, <laughs> live streams. Making of the I have actually watched a whole Twitch few. section for it, man. There's a whole Twitch section for it. Yeah, yeah, I know. I watch it. Uh, it's actually kind of entertaining for me. <laughs> what? So, well, you can do it. I don't understand. That, that's, that was kind of my... You're the audience. Kind of my backup plan, like, uh, if Civ doesn't, you know, work out. In, it's, I mean, obviously, Civ's working out right now. But, like, machine learning mm-hmm. videos, um, those... Machine learning videos apply to, ex, you know, any game. Like, they do really well if you can actually make them well. And they're, they're really interesting, I think. I want to get into that a little bit later. Um, but right now, uh, we have one Q&A from a Patreon. From a, our, our Patreon. If we just released our Patreon. If you want to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash the Civ Show. Uh, this one comes from Segway99. And he asks, what do you think would be a cool new wonder to put into Civilization VI, whether it is natural wonder or a man-made wonder? Who wants to start? I can start. I have one on top of my head. I also have one on the top yeah. of my head. I do too, but yeah, go for it, boy. I'm, I'm going to go first because I don't want mine to get taken away because if yeah, I get mine taken it. away, I don't have a backup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think the CN Tower should be a wonder in the game and what does it do well it can increase your diplomatic visibility by one with everybody else so it's it's meant to be a radio broadcast tower so i think it just makes sense if it increases all the diplomatic visibility in all of the nations so that could be if you're mongolia especially more combat strength more gossip so you understand what people are building what people are doing uh i think it's kind of neat alternatively it can maybe in civ 6 like give power Possibly, something to do with telecommunication. It was in Civ Five. Yeah, I thought it was. Okay, I thought it it was was in Civ Five. So that's my pick. Yeah, yeah, I could see. Although I'd say like something like the Sea Tower, maybe more like a city project, and it'd be more like tallest building in the world, and it'd just be like you're. It's always this race, and it's always (laughs) to do. And then like eventually, it's so tall that you can convert it into like a space elevator. No, um, <laughs> it's kind of like uh, the longest road in Catan, right? Like everyone's like building the longest road, build the tallest tower. That'd be kind of cool. That would be neat. That'd be really cool. Um, yeah, you have a project you kind of build it. the whole game. Yeah. 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 It'd be like a pro. Well, yeah. I'd say it's like when you get skyscrapers, you know, whenever you get that civic, you, it, it, that's also when you unlock this project and it's just tallest building in the world and it's always on the go and everyone's always competing. Uh, and like maybe eventually like, I don't know. They could talk to us. What's the tallest a building could possibly be? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> or, or limited. Then maybe there's only like five levels of it or something like that. Maybe it affects city states. I don't know. Well, it can it can get tourism or if you want to put another other thing, you can just like whoever has the tallest building gets like 20 gold. The tallest free t- standing structure. Go. Yeah. Okay. I would like to see as a natural wonder Niagara Falls. Um, God damn it. Okay. Still mine, man. Still did I take yours? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's yeah. no way you're yeah. going to um, What would it do? Niagara Falls, it would probably quite early provide 
power to cities so it wouldn't really do much like it might be like sick every like within six squares are powered my idea was production or be like yeah it'd, it'd be something to do with production but like honestly no well, hold on Produ- anything like that though production and power that would be i think like a once you get flight or something like that before that it's it's just an awe like you'd be in awe of it right uh so i think it would be like a, a culture faith thing just because of just like I don't think it's think about it like is it really building production like uh, if you read about settlers that settled around Niagara Falls like if you go to Niagara Falls there's like all these history pictures everywhere because we go there a lot um, and one of the things that drove some people nuts was the sound of it because it was just this constant <laughs> and you could hear it from very far away I don't think that'd make you productive uh as a person i don't think that but looking well, I mean, at it the water like, oh that's cool <laughs> you know it look it looked nice uh what i'd say it would do is uh because it looks great is it would add appeal but it would go out like two squares because it'd like, be mm-hmm. like oh, you know the region nice. oh from all these angles it just looks awesome but then also it would have to be like a natural wonder that is connected to like great lakes maybe so can, maybe we can, can incorporate one side of the niagara falls be like really awesome with casinos and stuff and the other side of the yeah. niagara falls be like really boring yeah it'd be like cheesy <laughs> vegas on one side and uh, on the other side it'd be advertising to people looking to go to cheesy vegas um anyways it could also provide like entertainment or amenities for the people that go over the Niagara Falls in barrels. <laughs> once oh you, it'd be like once you get professional sports, you know, and it just be this one, it gets better and better as you get these different civics. Once you get civil engineering, it provides power. Once you get professional sports, people go over it with barrels or like there'd be like a rock band bonus. Yeah. <laughs> Sacrifice one population, gain one amenity in every city. There you go. Six there it was you go. worth it. <laughs> I regret nothing. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Uh, this thing, I'll give you time since that was no, yours. I actually report. had a backup uh, because okay. I am prepared. Okay. Uh, so I had one for natural, which is Niagara Falls for me, and then I had one uh, man-made natural wonder. I think would be really cool if they had like the French Quarter um, from New Orleans. Oh, um, that okay. could be a district that acts kind of like an entertainment district, so it gives you amenities, and then it can also double up and give you culture and tourism. Um, as a powerful late uh, late game sieve to kind of power you through that culture victory, but uh, French Quarter from New Orleans is my sort of sort of like a red light district. Is that what you're suggesting? There should be a red light district that like it's, it's an actual you, new okay, district. Okay, so have you been to the French Quarter ever? No. Okay, no, I don't so think it's so. not a red light district. <laughs> <laughs> it's where Mar- is that is that where Mardi Gras happens? Like yeah, in that it's, area? it's like um, yeah, uh, Bourbon okay. Street, right? Like it, it's a lot of bars and. Uh, I went there during St. Patrick's Day one time. It's it's a whole lot of fun. Wow! Um, Holy smokes! So it, it's uh it's not a red light district though. So it sounds uh, an it's, awful lot like a red light district. So I've been in, to Nolans a couple times now. Nolans, um, <laughs> that Nolans, to the Nolans. point that he could call it Nolans. <laughs> Nolans. Oh, that, Nolans. That'll help you guys with the you know the official pronunciation Nolans. Um, yeah i've heard that from uh our resident friend vector cat he's like no it's not new orleans he's like what are you saying you mean Nolans. 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 Yeah. Nolans. Nolans. yeah so <laughs> yeah go ahead um what was that street again the, the main street bourbon, bourbon street bourbon street yeah 
So Bremen Street is very interesting because every block you walk is there's a different smell. Hmm. What? It's okay. is <laughs> it's this a party street thing like that. Bed. Oh, it's horrible. Okay. <laughs> but another thing about uh Cafe or about uh Nolens is uh Cafe Dumont, I don't think that has the best uh is that how you say it? Cafe Dumont? Cafe Dumont? Uh close you know back in the it does not have the best beignets. I like beignets if you like. So if you're actually from Nolens, so if you look at Cafe Dumont and then to the right of it, there's like this statue, like a Civil War statue. And then past that, there's like this, I don't know, like pizza shop or something like that in there had, had the best beignets. What's a, what's a beignet? It's a, it's a pastry what? that you have with coffee. Yeah. Come on, boy. You're oh. so uncultured. For a culture victory <laughs> yeah, shut guy. Shut up, so You didn't know what it was either, man. You were just too scared to I, ask. Was, I was like, I was picturing like... The most uh, interesting thing an eclair. about... Like, at least when I was there. I wasn't there during Mardi Gras. I was there during St. Patrick's Day. So I don't know about Mardi Gras itself, but um, is that... it? You know, you know, you go someplace that's like a party city, but it has a very like... It's a college party city, right? Like, it's full of young kids, yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, at least when I was there, it wasn't like that. It was like pretty uh, diverse crowd when it came to ages as well. So like, there are like adults there and, and, uh, and then there are also the college students and then ev- everything in between. Although, yes, there is a smell on each different block, but like that's just because of uh, <laughs> like people are basically getting completely hammered, right? Like they're all running around with those like big um, like uh, straw stri- drinks that are like full of carbohydrates and getting sick off them. <laughs> yeah, if you didn't oh get that, God. I wasn't doing that. No, <laughs> I, I do like uh, I get like they had pina colada stores like every every block. So they just have these open stores. And I don't know if you guys been to like like a 7-Eleven or some like gas station like that. They have the uh, the freeze. The freezy drink, you know, what I'm talking about the ice kind of slushy. Yeah, the slushy. So these got these stores, and they have like 30 slush machines in there, and they're all different flavors. So it's like pina colada, strawberry daiquiri. Wow! And there's like one on every like every two blocks. And I'd those, buy that for a dollar. And Narlins, that's what I'm it's, uh, The food is amazing. Like <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. And uh, Otter, what would your what would your wonder be? Oh, had, uh, I, I thought we were still talking about Norlands because the uh, muffatellas obviously be Norlands. Like that's it. Like just <laughs> the wonder would be Norlands. <laughs> it's a district that turns an area into Norlands. Yeah, it reduces the appeal of the neighboring tiles because <laughs> <laughs> of the smell. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but once That'd you clean it up, that's you know it's thing. like when you clean up the uh, nuclear radiation and sieve, it, then it becomes nice. There you go. So yeah. mine is I don't know. You guys have probably all seen Avatar, The Last Airbender. I've seen it. Oh, then no. <laughs> oh, I know of it. I know of it. <laughs> yeah, think, yeah, it's a it's a cartoon. It, isn't it Foibles? I think has also not seen that. No, known for not seeing that for some reason he thinks that's a big deal. Like you know, like I'm the only person. I, Moy is there too, so he's not alone. I thought he meant the movie at first. I'm like, yeah, I've seen Avatar. Oh. The last Air- oh, I, ne- no, I never, no. I never heard of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the last Airbender Avatar, like by James Cameron or whatever. I thought that's what you're talking about. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I thought. Then he said the last Airbender, and I'm like, oh yeah, I, d- I definitely haven't seen that one. No. Yeah, the last Airbender. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. No. So, okay, but continue, continue. So, so at the end, I'm not gonna spoil anything, but there's these beautiful like p- pillars that they kind of jump around to, and this is actually based off a real life spot in China. You you can spoil it. I, I heard the movie was just horrible, but go on. I want. I'm, I'm talking to spoil about the TV it. show. Yeah, I heard the TV show is good, and that's why the movie was such a disappointment because it was like it's 
Explorers so far away they, from the material. The show ended like mm. a, like years ago. People yeah. have to stop talking about spoilers. Just say it. No spoilers here, buddy. Yeah, so I'm talking about the, the cartoon, not the movie, because I've never seen the movie. Um, I have seen James Cavern Avatar, but we're not talking about that. No, different. <laughs> so, I, uh, you know, there's a bunch of like these rock pillars that are like super tall. So you can just Google um, China floating pillars and you kind of see what I'm talking about. And this would be a natural wonder. They're absolutely gorgeous. Like, it would be amazing oh, to go wow. there in real life. It looks like, um, what's it? Uh, Il, something Bay. Il, Ilka Bay or something? Or uh, the Indonesian yeah, natural wonder? Yeah. yeah. So, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, so this would be, this would wow. be really cool to have in there. I don't know what they'll do. Um, maybe probably some faith and appeal or something like that. Very interesting. Uh, Pandora and the actual Avatar movie has a place like that too, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that too. It's like the, it's like the final, Pandora on Earth, and it was a picture of that place. Uh, it's meta. It, everything's a meta layer of like whatever. But <laughs> that, that that would be that would be cool too. Yeah. Okay. So I have no idea how to pronounce that. Um, it's some some natural forest park. I have no idea how to say that. <laughs> oh, I don't ask me. I have no idea. A Civ show and pronunciation is not a, not a thing. Yeah, you know Zoe. You know Zoe butchered uh, Sonor de Valare in front of Christopher. Sonor de Valare. It was, it <laughs> and was then he and perfect. then he called it the flight of dreams instead of the dream of flight. And they're like so. And then me and the Stagnus are just laughing like, oh my it god, was, Zoe. It, it was, was, it was like literally the very first thing he said to Christopher Tin, like. <laughs> <laughs> like we were talking Chris, and Zoe, Christopher and Zoe took it well the- he knew what I was talking about okay <laughs> he knew what I was talking about he didn't get all up on me okay I'm a huge I'm a huge fan of your music so that that song Walkway to Hell <laughs> I, I don't think I use the term you know fan of your music <laughs> Walkway to Hell Walkway to Hell the walkway to hell. <laughs> okay, moving on. Moving on. We're going to move on. We're moving that, on. That uh, um, interview is on YouTube and on Spotify if you want to hear me uh, butcher. that's It's become quite famous. Uh, moving on. Uh, Otter, we do want to get to know you and you as a content creator a little bit more. Uh, what I'm particularly interested in and what you mentioned before is your interest in machine learning and the AI and Civ AI in general. So, uh can you tell us a little bit about the Civ AI video that you made and some discoveries that you made about the AI and so on and so forth? Yeah, uh, AI is really tough. <laughs> Programming AI is just like, is super, super tough. I knew that going into it and just from playing Civ 6, you can kind of just think the first turn in the game, all right, you have a settler and a warrior. And this is the first turn. You need to choose where to find a city. You want to choose, do you want to move your warrior and in what direction? You need to choose what to build. And then, you know, if you're later in the game, what civics to choose. So this right at the start, you have like eight choices to make. Just for movement alone. Yeah. Yeah. And that gets compounded throughout the whole game. So like trying to make an AI that kind of be intelligent is, is a super, super tough. And there's actually, you can download a SDK uh, software development kit for Civilization 4. I think from Microsoft or something like that. And they actually have machine learning stuff you can just put at it. But for me... Really? Yeah, but for me, it was like tackling the whole game is just way, way too complicated. Um, so I just kind of wanted to tackle the combat. 
because I was always really, uh, I think they've gotten a lot better um, recently. But, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes I'm always a little disappointed when they come at me and they should be able to take over the city, but they just don't. And this is especially apparent in, like, the mid-game when you have walls and you have, like, an archer in your city. Like, they cannot take over anything. This is deity-level AI, to be clear, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if there's any... Yeah, I don't know if there might be a difference between the AIs or how aggressive they are or something like that, but I don't know about troop movements, if that there's a difference in there. So what I wanted to do is just... Well, I just kind of started off just off the... Started with something easy where I'm just controlling three warriors that got to take over a city. And I was able to kind of make a AI for that, but I mean, it's it's still like it's still not good. <laughs> it's still tough to do for sure. A, like it's it's hard to uh, without previous learning. It's hard to have a waiting system to know or to tell rather an AI what is better. Yeah, for a, a really good example of this is. Do you build a granary first, or do you do you build a monument first? Me, I build a skull first. Okay, if between the two buildings, <laughs> between the two buildings, hey, heck, let's expand this a little bit more. You had to choose between a granary, a monument, or a water mill. What are you building first? Uh, definitely not a water mill. Um, <laughs> okay, but it also is really dependent on my start. Usually, the capital is on a freshwater tile, so don't have to worry about housing right away. And if I plus you, if I'm playing secret societies, I want or heroes, I want to get a monument sooner than later. True. Okay. Um, so That's it's, a good point. it gets a little complicated. And also like the DDA, you kind of have to really know your surroundings. So if you have, I don't know, Teddy is your neighbor or something like that, it's going to come after you in turn two. Um, you might have to build another warrior defensive unit. And I do not recommend building a slinger. Slingers are not good. Um, archers what? are good. Why? Um, I just you, don't, that, you don't build like three slingers right off the start no. and then like have that as defense and upgrade them to archers with like 50, 20, 30 gold each or something? So that's good. But if the AI is coming at you, you want to build another warrior. You have like one warrior out of the city, then you have one warrior in the city because then your city garrison defense strength's higher. If you have an archer or slinger in there, your defense strength at like 15 and then you can't do like hardly any damage to their warriors. And the slingers are just bad because they only have one tile range too. So you got to be right next to all these warriors and they get surrounded and they just get, they just die. Do you know how like Civ AI works at all during that, during that video that you made? Did you have any discoveries of how they work and make decisions? So, so when you make, when I, when I made this video, so I basically made my own kind of play playground, my own game that followed the Civ rules to do that. Um, that's kind of what you need to do. Um, I don't have it tied into the Civ AI at all. And the biggest problem I'm having now is what you have to do is you have to give it a, the algorithm input and it has to do an output, right? And right now I give it an input as three kind of units and their health and stuff like that. But then the output, so if you have one unit, the output could be, it can move up, right, left, down, stuff like that. If you have two movement, two units, the number of outputs automatically doubles, right? And plus like one or two. Because you can move unit one up, move, you know, have unit one stationary. And move you into two up and have unit one station. There's a lot of different combinations with that. You gotta have, and you also gotta train it on the number of units you're, you have. So I gotta make it ha- have some dynamic input and a dynamic output to the algorithm. What do you mean by that? Di- what, what does that mean? Di- dynamic, dynamic, input, dynamic output. Uh, dynamic number of units as an input. Oh. Because if, okay. you, if you train an AI only controlling one unit and then you give it two units, it's not gonna know what to do. It's, it, uh, it's pretty dumb. 
how does uh if you if you wanted to explain like what ai actually is to like viewers because i think you have a, a really good understanding of what it is and how it works how would you describe ai to a five-year-old <laughs> <laughs> to a five-year-old to someone who doesn't know zo how would you explain ai to zo basically a five-year-old essentially a five-year-old yeah. yeah yeah AI is your friend or you know sometimes not a friend playing against you and also trying to win the game also I, I, I don't know. I don't know how in detail you want I, to go. I would have defined it more like uh, the AI is about making decisions, prioritizing decisions, and uh, to reach objectives. That's that's the how I sort of look at it, and and that it it has it has yeah. a kind of list of things it can do, and then it prioritizes, and then it looks at everything, and yeah. But I'm a five year old, <laughs> so I don't really know how. AI works. You were the you were the easiest target. I'm sorry. And the other thing you have to keep in mind is you also got to make it fun. Like when I'm making my AI, I'm just making it to absolutely destroy the human. But if you're like a game designer, like that's no fun to just get absolutely wrecked every time. Right. You have to have like balance the the fun level. Like you don't want to make an AI too hard, right? You don't want to make it perfect because then I want to make mine no perfect. Fun. <laughs> I want to make my mine perfect, and then I just use it to record games i don't ever have to record another video i can just record those and i'll be done it'll be great <laughs> have you seen have you seen the aipl do you know what the aipl is ai players league or something yeah have, yeah have you seen it no i'm but i'm gonna google that later tonight oh so it's van bradley uh he, he's a streamer oh on Twitch. that thing i know that thing yeah yeah and like you see coupe's ai and his decision making it is hilarious so obviously you know that Cupe spawns in the middle of the ocean, mm -hmm. but it's it'll like kind of circle around, not settling anything, and just not know what to do. Like just trying to look for land, and then it finds land. It's a one tile snow island on the bottom of the map, and it settles just right there, like deity level AI. So like, so yep, it expands expands itself, going in kind of like a spiral outward. I don't know. I, I don't think it was a, like a perfect. It was that was just me like kind of exaggerating. It was just wandering, right? wasn't in a perfect spiral it was just kind of like going and like left and then it would just go down and then keep going down and then go left and go up back where it came from it's like what do you like nobody knew what it was doing and it's now it's developed like a reputation of like coupe ai is the worst so if you ever wanted to like have an easy win just have like seven deity level coupe coupe ais it was like turn, i think it was like, turn, I think it was like turn 45 was first settle really yeah in one of the games, it was like turn 45 is when he finally settled the city. How far away initially was he away from land? It wasn't that far because he always plays on Pangea map, I think, for the. For the oh. Because Koopy does kind of well in a lot of my games. He always is terrible in my game. Like, for whatever reason, he, he, he's this massive warmonger. Like, he'll settle right next to me and be like, hey, like, I don't like you as my neighbor. I think you suck. And then he'll start, like, attacking me. And, like, I don't know why. But. He's easy to defend against until he gets Toa's. To, then be, he's impossible. to be fair, that's that's yeah. a natural reaction to settling next to Moy. It's, <laughs> hey. it's natural. Whoa, me and Otter were best friends. Okay, in the first game, we had a. F <laughs> it doesn't matter. We had a declared friendship, and I was even Portugal, and you made me his best friend, and I had the greatest trade routes with him. I was getting like thirty gold a turn from every trade route with him. It's wonderful. Oh, chef kiss. So good. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing with AI is you need to train it on, you know, what they're going to do. 
Like if you have a general civilization six AI, if you trade in to use every civilization, it's not gonna be very good at the particular ones, the individual ones. It's a tough. Mm-hmm. It's tough. AI is a tough cookie to crack. I think people will. It's an easy thing to blame, right? Oh, the AI sucks. Oh, the AI is terrible. Why don't they make better AI, right? It's it's so easy to blame, but it's also it's because they don't understand it. Like nobody understands how the AI works. It's built under a system where it's extremely efficient. It can make decisions extremely fast, mm-hmm. right? There's eight different difficulties for a huge range of players from the person who's never played video games in their entire life, settler difficulty, and then also the people who are sub 200 winning and people who play almost every day or every week, that's the daily level players. So like the fact that it has all these ranges of difficulties and it can make decisions and you can keep playing your game, you hit next turn and the fact that you can do that next turn within five seconds yeah, means that it's a pretty decent AI. So like, I don't know. They get so much flack, and like they shouldn't. They sh- they honestly, they they shouldn't. Yeah, and then that's the, just my rant. The, the game designers add another unit, and then like, oh crap! Now I got to redo the whole AI. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, I have to. Like they added man at arms, and they added line infantry. It's like, how big is that of a priority now to to the AI? And like, when do they push? I've noticed that the man at arms now is this massive unit, and as soon as people get man at arms, people just start producing so many units and they start going to war because i always see people going to war with man at arms and they're coming at me with man at arms and they'll keep it there until line infantry it's like the new units are now the new fad everybody builds the new units and now they're everywhere you find man at arms everywhere you find line infantries everywhere you find uh trebuchets i find trebuchets everywhere yeah as well i see a lot of soothsayers still you see soothsayers really man that last score game i think i destroyed probably a hundred of them in my last video how do you what's your opinion on apocalypse mode i'm curious um i played that right when it came out i think i played as grand columbia and i used soothsayers to flip all the cities and it was awesome but then they changed the loyalty loyalty flip yeah and then they changed the loyalty mechanics you can't do that anymore like i was just playing like all right so i played you know when it first came out and the first video i did is i i flipped all the cities no it's congo no it was uh What's the one? What's I can't remember. Whatever. Afro, don't worry about it. <laughs> I don't remember. But then I was playing another game. I'm like, great, we need to get this city, and we need us go down and flip it. And then I'm like, I don't know. I had to have like negative twenty loyalty. I'm like, why is it not flipping? And then someone said, oh, in the comments, like, oh, they changed loyalty. And I'm like, I just got super disappointed that they changed that. Yeah. Now I had you have to have negative loyalty and zero loyalty. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, I remember in that first game, uh, God, America's building. Forbidden City or something like that, and they were gonna beat me. So what I did is I took six soothsayers down there and I flipped their city, <laughs> and they got rid of the Forbidden City, and then I built it, and it was amazing. <laughs> that's 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 actually like plain evil. That's so oh. evil. That's something that soothsayer would do. Yeah, it, it was just so go down, fun. Just like burn your city. Ah, your city sucks. Zoe loves soothsayers. What? How often do we play apocalypse mode? <laughs> He loves Soothsayers as Russia. Wait, what's yeah, that? Is Russia, of natural course. disasters too? My favorite. Yeah. 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 So I like them a lot for my horseman rush <laughs> because they can destroy walls. So if you have a volcano next to the city, I've done this a lot too. Oh. Or I flood all the tiles, you know, next to, I don't know, whatever city I'm taking over. 
And it's way yeah. more efficient than trebuchets or whatever, because it's like two turns and their walls will be gone. And I guess half their population, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I've yet to use a Soothsayer offensively. I've only used it defensively as Russia. And it was fantastic. Nobody can invade Russia. Don't invade Russia in the winter. It's impossible. Just create blizzards left and right. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. And they're immune to it. And they do double damage to uh, opponents. So pretty oh, much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can't. You can't defeat Russia on, on apocalypse mode. Like there's no point. In it's like the most heart wrenching thing. Attacking Russia. In Until apocalypse you get bombers. Mode. Once you get bombers. But that'd be maybe that maybe work. Maybe. That should be a new challenge, though. Play as Russia. Don't make any friendships, but also win the game without building any units. <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we could try that. But like you're starting warrior and like scouts. And that's all you can build. And then you just got to like defend and get a culture victory without making friendships. That's the important one. You cannot make a friendship. That'd be tough because your city gears and defense strength will not increase at all. So they could one shot your cities. With a well, cavalry walls. Still, but if you have like 15 garrison event strength, it's not going to matter because you're not building okay. anything higher than a warrior. True, true. Oh. I didn't think about that. Okay. <laughs> okay, fine. You're allowed one melee unit just for the defense of, the, of your cities, but then you got to move them way away. <laughs> put them in the corner. Yeah, put them in the corner. It's a good challenge, though, to think about. Maybe some a new video. Yeah, I do Our have a challenge that involves a cold that I'm going to do. Um, this weekend, I think. What's been your hardest challenge it's, in a video? Stupid score victory, man. <laughs> That's your hardest one, really? Uh, well, I just, I guess it would be the most painful. That's fair. Because okay. that one took like hours and hours to record. Like I just press shift enter for like 150 turns past like turn 250. And I didn't make sure I didn't build anything in any of my cities. And I like look like, oh crap, they're going to win a... I'm going to win a culture victory. So I need to go take over another city and then just put all the great works in there and destroy all the great works. I'm like, all right, now I'm good. That was clever. I, li I liked when you did that, by the way. And then, uh, I don't know if you want to, do you want to, do you care if you spoil the video here? Do you want to talk about the end of the video? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I did end up playing a settler difficulty. My first time ever, um, at the end of the video. <laughs> and that actually, so that came, so I got turned 474. Like it was world Congress. There's three, two other AIs left. They both got 19 diplomatic victory points. And World Congress came up, and I'm like, oh man, there's like nothing I can do that, you know, stop the victory of the game. And then I ended up, like, I ended up winning for some reason, even though I think someone else had more diplomatic victory points than me. And I was like so disappointed. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do the turn one score victory trick. You know? <laughs> and so if you don't know what that is, what you do is you just, you just, you, you can set your game, you can do customize or like set turn limit and you can go down to one. And then, so you choose Russia because Russia gets, it annexes some tiles, you know, when they found their city and then that counts as score. So I did that, you know, I was like putting a deity because obviously, you know, and then I settle it, turn one ended and then I lost. <laughs> like someone else had a higher score victory me. So then I'm like, all right, settler, and I want the settler victory, and then I won, and then I'm like, ah, oh, first try. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
that was a great end of the video. I thought that was amazing. Like you lose, I think it was 470 out of 500. You lost on turn 470. Yeah, 474. A diplomatic victory. And you're like, screw this, man. <laughs> and then I'll came like, I thought I was just going to, I thought I was going to seriously get it on deity. Then I didn't, didn't win. I'm like, what the? So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, the other end of the spectrum, what's been your favorite video to make? Uh, probably the George. So I'm looking at my DD challenges now. So I can kind of give you the hardest one I want. Uh, actually, I don't know which one is probably maybe the no government, no governors one is kind of hard with Scythia. No government and no governors. Yeah, I did that challenge also. What? That'd be pretty crazy. No government at all. No civics. Yeah, you just oh, choose the, the basic one. I'd play the Scythia. I guess I can. And my, so my other, my DD challenge is the worst start ever. I have no capital city in turn t until turn 20. That one I played as Norway. Uh, no government, no governors. I played as Scythia. Uh, one city DD challenge. I played as Georgia. Um, can you beat civilization without founding a city? That one I played as the Aztecs. And that one I could not really do. Really, not as Coupe. Interesting. Yeah, that one. Well, I did, I don't, the diplomatic thing is just so cheesy. So I wanted to do Domination. <laughs> <laughs> so that one I had oh, to play cool. as. Oh, that's cool. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, so I played that one as uh, the Aztecs because they start with a warrior that's stronger than a normal warrior. And I think I played on two difficulties down from DD or something like that. And then I played as Coupe. Um, but I did every tiles on fire. <laughs> That's another one of my DD challenge. And then I did a Desert Island start. Uh, all AIs are Korea. Um, then one air behind. Then I did a two airs behind. So my favorite one was uh, Georgia just because of the intro. I really like making the intro over that video. When you started like your YouTube channel, uh, from my, you actually started out with uh, Call of Duty. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. Did you and then you pivoted to 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 Civ? But like, was the original idea just to make it like a generic gaming channel, or was it a, a Call of Duty gaming channel, or was it just something to do as like a hobby, just a side thing? You'll do what you want with it. So the Call of Duty thing was just me and my friends playing Blackout and would post videos on YouTube so we can watch them because it's kind of is nobody else is watching these videos. Like Call of Duty is such a saturated marketplace. And then I went over to like, you know, I should just do this for civilization. And I wanted to also do XCOM. Um, I guess I still had that in my about section of my channel. So I kind of, because I like civilization a lot. And I realized, you know, I'm just like raising Zozo. I never finish a game. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what I do is I'm, all right. So now if I start a channel, at least I have to finish a game. And it was just kind of a hobby. And I think my first first video was America, and I lost my capital on like turn ten, but I ended up finishing that game, and I won. So hey, yeah, and I do not recommend watching that video. If you do watch it on like two x speed, because <laughs> <laughs> it is so slow and boring. <laughs> watch it, you can two x speed or something, and then yeah, so it's just mostly be civilization and kind of like XCOM and turn based strategy games. Are you surprised at the outcome of your of your channel? You're at twelve k, fourteen k subs now. Are you like, is this is this all part of the plan, the Inquisitive Otter plan? Um, I, I guess the, I, I, it would be nice to get enough money to get a down payment on the house <laughs> from oh, the channels. Nice. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's I was actually I think. The thing that shocked me the most is when I hit like 2K subs, maybe in my first K. 
because that's more than in the city I grew up in. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Um, so I'm like, wow, that was just, that was just crazy. And then now I'm at, you know, 10 or 12 K or something like that. And it's still, it's still, it's nuts. I, I don't, you know, I don't know that many people. Well, I guess now I do. Do I know that many people now? Like, I don't know how it works. That many people know you, so yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh no, it's oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. But uh, all the all the feedback's been you know, comments are great. People are nice, and maybe people you know love watching the videos, and it's just fun to make. So, have you had a trolley like a troll come into your comment section yet? <laughs> you know, he, he gets us sometimes, and some people just had a bad day or something, and I'm like, hey, you know, get better or whatever. But, you know, otherwise it's been fine. I guess the most common complaint is to release more videos. <laughs> but I just, uh, I just, you know, I just take it at my own kind of pace. Because there's a trade-off, mm-hmm. right? Um, so you can release videos every day and just go nuts. I don't know how people do that. Or, you know, you can kind of just take your time and actually, you know, still enjoy life. You know, have a life <laughs> yeah. outside of YouTube. I like the option where you don't enjoy life. Yeah. Think, <laughs> well, that was called getting my physics the one degree that's for me. <laughs> yeah. I hate enjoying yeah. life. <laughs> like your your latest video, the the number one comment is potato McWhiskey. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, with your, yeah, with your score victory, he's like, yeah. I tried to warn you, brother. <laughs> Don't give them an option for a score victory. <laughs> yeah, he commented on the the poll I did too. I'm like, because oh, I so when I did the poll, I thought. My when I when I made that video when I first made that video the original intention was to fool everybody I was going for a domination victory and then eventually get a score victory and be like boom I fooled you guys and then what happened so what happened is like I played one or two episodes and then I'm like okay let me release a poll and everybody's gonna choose domination right and then and then people choose score I'm like oh there goes my whole plan of like the secret <laughs> reveal of a score victory and then I. But the, and honestly, I probably wouldn't have done that because playing a score victory is so painful. <laughs> I just wanted the domination. Oh, man. And then so I'm like, okay, now I got to actually do the score victory. Hey, it's their fault for not specifying that you couldn't go in and change the rules. That, yeah, I think a lot exactly. of people are like new you, game you score it. victory. <laughs> yeah. You know what, though? You gave a way better effort than I thought that you would give or anyone would give for a score victory. The fact that you made it even past 300 turns is impressive to me. You made it to like over 450 turns. 474. 474. Like you made it far, dude. And so when you did that ending where you just did the Russia thing, I'm like, you know what? (laughs) I don't care, man. That was great. Like that was such an awesome end of the video. And like that's way more respect than I think more than 90% of the population of plays Civ can account for. So they yeah, I mean, that for you. you. They felt your pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, uh, that was the last world Congress two of the game. So it, you know, I would have won after that as long as they didn't get some random civic or something like that too. So, so what do we, what do we learn with this video? <laughs> <laughs> that, that my, that, that, the, the fans will choose, you know, a, a painful option if I put it in the poll. <laughs> The the fans will pain. always vote for the greatest suffering. Yes. They like to see you suffer because nothing's more entertaining than watching their favorite streamer suffer. So right, guys? I, I did another poll about my next video and the, the choices were like a normal game, DD challenge, test up mods. And then I put a couple, I put a joke one in there. Settler difficulty, see how fast you can win. And that one has like 60% of the votes. 
<laughs> so they That's want not a bad idea, though. So to be fair, yeah. See, do no it. one ever is... chooses the elephant. What you want is the money. Where's my elephant? That's what the Where's fans my say. Where's my elephant? <laughs> Where's my elephant? Isn't that the question that everyone is asking? Oh, that's such a good episode. Oh man. <laughs> Never put the elephant as a choice. People will pick the elephant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then like trample the whole neighborhood and yeah. So I'm gonna do a Civ Six speed run, I think. I don't know. I gotta think about it some more. I think Bose got a turn forty victory. Is that Right, yeah, I think like, it was a deity too, but th- but that was with Monopoly's yeah. bugged with like one thousand percent. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> that was. Bonus. Yeah, he got like a sub to turn forty culture victory or something like that. Yeah, I got turn sixty on that, and then I that's all I did. I played that one game. There was that one CPL game that someone won like a turn eighteen culture victory. Yeah, that was <laughs> insane. Oh my god. Okay, reference or uh, context. They're playing Catherine Magnificent, right? The one that you can do the the city project with. And it was it was a team game, so they had they had three other members, four people total, and everybody funded money to this person for to Catherine. Everybody funded their luxuries, everybody funded money, so that they can, they can buy builders, they can chop out the project and get a victory as fast as possible. And they got it within like thirty turns, a culture victory against actual people. Like this was the legit wow. like wow. turn thirty victory. It was insane. Maybe it's a strategy that you can do for your speed run, Inquisitive I, Otter. I've done that. I've done that at Catherine uh, Court Festival, the game. Catherine Court Festival, the game? Or Yeah, well, <laughs> Catherine Court Festival uh, playthrough. Catherine Court Festival, the game! And I even have like three pages of math trying to figure out like if it's worth it until, and then I didn't get, I don't know, I explained it in the video. But it was it's not really worth it unless you can, because it's so, it's so much production starting the game. Yeah, it is. I know. It, when I played Catherine, it, it was I had the same issue of like it just costs so much that like is it worth it? Like I I don't see that this is worth it, and not knowing how many tourism you need to get one international tourist that's also really hard to judge. Like, but you can figure is this that worth out. It? You can figure that out. How how do I how do I figure that uh, out? You're like I got my notes, but it's basically like tour. I I can't, I, I can't remember off the top of my head. I get, <laughs> I got it in my notes and I, I explained it in the video. Uh, but it's a, it's a simple formula, and it's on like the Sifmatics. Uh, I don't know if you go to Sifmatics uh, forum; it's in there. It's a simple formula, though. You hear that? It's a simple formula. <laughs> simple formula. Culture victory. Culture simple victory. formula. I I like to hear this simple formula. So Please it's send like it to a. Me later. No, no, it's, like, it's, it's like it's like tourism divided by like their uh, uh, number of sieves times five or something like that. So so I explain it in the in the in the episode, and I explain like, all right, so if I do this one. I get this many tourism or this many tourists, you know, from the the pools, and I uh, I think I use vampire castles to get a lot of production in my cities. It it sounds like you have a PhD in civ math. Do you have a PhD <laughs> in civ math? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I guess I probably could. I don't know. All I'm gonna do is someone ask me the math for tourism. I'll be like the answer is forty two. Forty two. Forty two. Everything. Answer everything. Yeah, it's it's complicated. Um. Because you like take their tours from them and then you add them to your pool. It's yeah. So it's not simple, would you say? <laughs> <laughs> well, I I started writing like graphs and stuff, and I was gonna point out like you do the derivative on the maximum and stuff like that. We don't need to- <laughs> <laughs> uh, on a on a scale of you know, calculus. Yeah, on, yeah. See- on a scale of <laughs> asinine to simple. 
Uh, where would you say culture would fall? Okay, well, culture victory. I guess my my math skills are a little um, suede, or you know, maybe different than other people's. So, so the math would be more on the simple side, or would it be more on the asinine side? What do you think? Uh, would the math be dynamic? Word of the day. <laughs> Is that the word of the day? That would actually be an appropriate word, boy. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, the, I think the math is easy. Just kind of figuring out where everything comes from is the hard part. It's just a, it's a, it's a pretty simple formula. It's like, you know, this divided by this. Um, but you got to figure out where it comes out, and then every turn things change. Um, the hardest part is figuring out their culture because their boosts count for the culture total culture pool too. So. The last question I want to ask you, Otter, uh, before we end it off here is very simple very very simple where the heck did you get the name inquisitive otter <laughs> i want to know why did you pick an otter of everything you could have picked from you could have picked giraffe you could have picked gorilla you could have picked like tiger cat but you picked an otter why did you pick inquisitive otter uh so um i like otters <laughs> That's okay. Simple answer. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Now that's remember, some simple math. Because I remember, otters are yeah, awesome. Where, where have you been, man? Like otters are awesome. Like yeah, they have special rocks that they use to pound other clams with, and they eat them on their belly, man. Come on, who who else? Yeah, they're the dogs of the sea, right? The, the dogs, dogs the, the dogs of the sea. I like that. The dogs <laughs> of the sea. Yeah, yeah, and uh, for the name, like I, I don't know, I wanted something that's also kind of easy to memorize. Inquisitive is definitely not easy to memorize, <laughs> but otter. So you can just type in otter civ six, and you should be able to find me. And who isn't searching for otters? <laughs> yeah, hey, I mean, they're the, they're the uh, dogs of the sea, man. Everyone's looking for one of those baby and otters. Go otter, and you find <laughs> awesome stuff. Yeah, otters it's are like, adorable. It's like, the, it's like the new cat videos. <laughs> cats of the sea. Maybe they're cat. They're the cats of the sea. How about that? <laughs> Instead of dogs of the sea, they're cats of the sea. Yeah. If anything, they'd be like the weasels of the sea. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah but, uh, whatever, man. <laughs> whatever, man. Uh, so, so why don't you uh, wrap it up here? We're, we're, we're wrapping it up, are we? Well, I love that. I love the our volleyball of uh, we'll wrap it up because then I'm going to bump it back uh, <gasps> to you, Moy, uh, to tell us all about this uh, new nest egg that you've been building uh, with that bird and everything. What's going on with that? Yeah the the nest i've been building it included uh i had to actually steal a stone from an otter uh mm. so i included that in the nest as Ooh. well and uh over here in, the, in this house is called twitter uh so i built this twitter house that you can follow us on uh, it's where you can get your most up-to-date civilization and the civ show updates up-to-date updates uh and you can follow us on twitter at the civ show that's excellent. And uh, Nystagmus, I hear you've been experimenting with a turnpike of sorts that one would skate through almost like uh, a round cylinder. Tell us about this new invention of yours. I um, I don't know what to say if you don't mention test tubes. I need uh, you to say test uh, tubes. Uh, <laughs> tell um, us about how you're <laughs> testing these cylinders. No, you wanted something that wasn't test tubes. Uh, so I, I kind of lost a little bit, but you can find us not being lost. Find us on YouTube, um, on our YouTube channel, 
Um, you can check out all the VODs that get uploaded there. We also have other special videos, so like the Better Know Leader series, Moy makes React videos, and Raising Reviews from Zoe. Um, if you miss anything, you can always find the VODs on the YouTube channel as well. Definitely subscribe and ring the bell. Ring that bell. Ring that bell. Uh, it's just like, I can't, it's like you've hypnotized me, man. That like when I hear a, 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 that bell, I have to cluck like a chicken. I just have to sing that song. Um, if we get DMCA, I'm going to be really mad. I'll be really mad at you, though. I'm just saying. I, I don't think you can because what's a cover band? It's I'm singing it. It's me. Right. I'm the I'm the one singing it. Right. Like however, however, it's, I know in Canada, it's actually the words that are copyrighted versus uh -huh. the music. OK, so if you're singing the words in the same melody, it's copyrighted. I will. I will never stop. Moy, I can't wait for that cease and desist order. <laughs> I'm actually, that's why I do it, boy. That's the real reason. I want to see the cease and desist order that you get in the mail. Uh, and then you can say, I told you so. And it'll be, it'll Damn, be great. What yeah. the hell? Yeah. What kind of friendship you'll, is that? You know, that's great, dude. You could frame that. You could frame when I told doing you the so. Wrong thing house, until I get punished. House. You can frame that. Then you then we'll talk. I I am almost you know I don't know anything about music law, but like I don't think they can stop you from singing a song. All right, like poorly singing a song. Um, yeah, hey, I guess yeah. you have to be good enough for it to recognize. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I I'm pretty yeah. sure you're allowed to to sing a song. Anyway, speaking of uh, singing songs, uh, that's what we do on our Discord. That's all we do is we sing to one another through text. So it's very, very musical. Uh, it is the watering hole of the Civilization Show community. It's where we gather. Uh, it's a great way to just meet great people that love Civ. It's a great way to meet people who want to play casual Civ uh, that's not too, uh, too competitive because uh, it's people coming together all the time. So, yeah. Join us on our Discord. Uh, and then, of course, we now have five days of the Civ show most of the week, um, starting on Sundays at 7 p.m. here on the Civ show with the Inquisitive Otter back. You guys can come back and see how poorly I do playing Australia against uh, the Inquisitive Otter, which I think that's why we want to tune in, right? Um, and then, of course, we have uh, afternoon tea with Nystagmus. I do believe we'll be rolling this week. Uh, at uh, 2 p.m. on Mondays, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, yours truly, I've almost got my place set up. So it's a mess still. Uh, there's still lots of stuff going on, but I hope by next Tuesday I'll be fully set up. 10 a.m. Tuesdays, Good Morning Amenities with Zoe. And then you got Moy at night playing illegal games that had expired what? and trying to get points Oh, boy. Always cheating. 198, Always so cheating, 198. Boy. Hey, you know what? I probably could have done great, too, if I'd uh, handed it in, you know, a couple of days late. Uh, but, you know, I tried to get it in on time, boy. Some of us like to play by the rules. But, uh, oh, hey. Oh, 270 hey, hey, I like to sing. I like to sing the Here's My Bell song. So, you know, I don't like to follow all the rules. Uh, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Wednesdays. And then we wrap up every week here on the Civ Podcast, 1030. Uh, I think we have the Inquisitive Otter next week, don't we? We do, and oh, Inquisitive it's Otter, exciting. where can the people find your content as well? Uh, uh, Google Otter Civ 6. There you go. <laughs>
You're a simple man, Otter. You're a very simple man. It's simple. You know, you got to get you give him the equation. easiest, easiest uh, you know, path to uh, find you. Otherwise, it's too difficult. Nobody will do it. <laughs> Thanks for having uh, coming on the podcast. We appreciate it. We'll see you on Sunday. Yeah, thank you. Conclusion of our uh, Archipelago City State Takeover. That's going to be really, really interesting. So tune in to that one. And we'll say goodbye to you. And we'll see you all on Sunday. Bye. Bye. Good night. Bye. Bye.